We're back. This is the first of hopefully many Life in the Clouds International. Oh, please. Really? <laughs> uh, we are recording right now from the beautiful island of Antigua, where we are had a uh, surprise getaway. And we're excited to be able to, number one, get away. Uh, and number two, actually be able to do the podcast while we're here. <laughs> uh, because uh, as we begin to relax more and more into the trip, the uh, drive to pull out microphones became less and less. And uh, we decided tonight after uh, marching behind the band as they did a very long march around the resort that uh, uh, we should go record because we're having just having a blast. Mm -hmm. So we want to just uh, share some of that excitement with you guys. Awesome. Uh, so here we are, Life in the Clouds. This is your host, Carlton, and his lovely wife. His lovely is, wife? Yeah, you're, aren't you my lovely wife? Yes, but you're, I can't you're talk referring about to myself? yourself in the third person. Yes, I'm just that awesome. Yes. This is Deidre. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm in totally in vacation mode. And we're just going to do a quick podcast. We've got, we've decided to just grab a couple questions um, that we've gotten and um, just talk a little bit about what folks have written in and asked us to discuss. And hopefully we can uh, bring some insight to that. Uh, but honestly, I'm like so in vacation mode right now that it's hard to, <laughs> to get think myself deep, going. To think, think deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. Uh, we have Critical tried to think deep thoughts processes. this entire time that we've been here. Um, no, we have not. Well, we have. We, what? you know, we had a topic each day so far, and uh, we and none of the topics have been. They were you named. Know, we didn't what talk coconut about them. Where we going to put the straw in to drink out of? No. Like that wasn't the that wasn't the deep was discussion. Not. But I, I'm, I'm super, I'm super hyped. So I'm confused. All right. Can so, we add a, an ad hoc topic? Yes, ad hoc topic. It's about men's fashion. Oh no! Now you, so the, I'm the absolute <laughs> worst person to ask about fashion. But how sure, do you feel about joggers? Joggers? Mm -hmm. What's a jogger? Seriously. Like, like, like the um, pants that are joggers <laughs> for men. <laughs> And then you, beyond wait, that, how do wait, you feel about wait. men wearing capri joggers? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First of all, I still don't know what a jogger is. Are you talking about like a tracksuit? No. Jogger pants. They like sweat go pants? down skinny around the ankle. Like sweatpants? Around the leg. Yes. But then they taper and they're skinny around the calf and the ankle. I don't. That's a jogger. And then a capri jogger okay. is a short pant that <laughs> goes skinny down to the calf. Like mid calf, it stops right here. I'm so I'm just wondering how you feel about that in the men's fashion perspective. So because I don't like them. So because I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> it's kind of hard to formulate an opinion. Okay. How about I'm gonna find you a picture. Can you find me a picture and men's send it joggers. over, and I'll try and understand. But you know for a fact that I am the last person mm -hmm. anybody should talk to about fashion. Okay. Because I wear the same clothes all the time That's and have true. for years, but. Yeah. Well, we haven't yeah. seen any yeah. joggers here, though, right? Nobody's been wearing um, joggers here. Well, I don't know. I I don't think so. It's too hot. 
No, it's too hot. Okay. It's too hot. So joggers typically go all the way down to the ankle. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just Here, take, I'm sending you a picture. Just take a screenshot and send it over to me. I'm going to send you a picture of this jogger. I don't understand what you're talking about. Okay. Here, airdrop. I'm fancy now. No, I'm not sure if airdrop's going to work because we're trying to record on my phone right now. Well, what do you mean? Why can't it do airdrop? Well, try and see. Fine. I'll just send it to you in a day. Anyway, I just was curious how you felt about, um, how you felt about joggers, mm-hmm. how I felt about joggers. Yes. So those look like sweatpants. But they taper down to the ankle. But don't sweatpants do that? No. Sweatpants is just a regular pair of pants. My sweatpants have the little elastic band around the bottom mm-hmm. at the leg. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They don't look like that, honey. Trust no, they, no, you're right. They don't look like this with the, this like cuff thing on the mm-hmm. bottom. But mm-hmm. okay, and then this one too. I prefer my I prefer my pants to go all the way down, okay. like because um, these are well above the ankle. Mm-hmm. So I'll send you a second picture. Maybe I'm a prude. So these are jogger shorts. Okay. Capri jogger shorts. These are jogger shorts. Oh, they look like pants. He just has rolled up. But they're not. They're, they're not. They're meant no. to look like that. Yes. Why would I wear that? I don't know. I don't like those. <laughs> oh wow! Just put on some shorts, man. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just. But I, I, like guess, I, I guess they're for. Are they for like exercising? No, people just wear them just because. Oh, I don't know. It's not I, cute. I'm not in style, so. Maybe I'm just not in I style wear, either. I, I wear a hat with the Nintendo controller on the on the front of it, Maybe so just, I can never talk to anybody about style. I might not be in style either. But there was a guy who really enjoyed your um, Nintendo hat. Oh, yes. We were definitely yes, vibing, we were really, on, you know, vibing on old Nintendo games. Really connecting. Yes. Yes. You, I appreciated him. I'm not going to out your new me. nickname on the podcast. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for not outing me. I, had, I, I gave you a choice of, of a nickname, so it's just not ready I, for prime time look- yet. Because I, I don't have this backstory fully together as to why this is your new nickname. But I just want to say it's that coming. I did it's not coming. Stay tuned, everybody. I just nickname say reveal is in a couple weeks. I got to get my story together to really explain it well. I just want to say that I did <laughs> not choose. You, you didn't give me a choice. <laughs> I did too give you a choice. No, you asked me if I liked one particular nickname and I said no. And then you said, okay, well, your nickname is this. No, no, no. And so I, I gave you a choice. Oh, okay. I All said right. this or that. I There's did. always a choice: the red pill or the blue pill, folks. Oh boy, really? Yeah, the matrix. That's what we're doing. The matrix. The matrix. Yes, I'm okay. a nerd. All right, okay. so let's okay. move on to question number one. Question number one says, "When did the honeymoon period end?" And it says, "When was your first argument? And when did you start to see the other person's real side?" and not the new relationship side. Mm. What was that defining moment? Mm. Now, I think we told the story on the podcast like way back at the beginning mm-hmm. about our first argument. So somewhere back in the, in the backlog is a, a broader discussion around our first argument. But just to you know say what our first argument was, um, it was around food. Because I'm a fat, and that's Seriously? just that's that's what things. you're blaming it on. 
Well, yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with being fat. No, it doesn't? No. Oh, okay. You're just right. wrong. Well, you want to tell the story? You were just wrong. Do you want to tell the you story? You ate my cake. What cake? What was the cake? What was the occasion? The occasion was the bridal shower. Yes. I brought some cake for to put in the refrigerator, and we had lunch, and then it was like, oh, would you like some cake after lunch? And then... You got the cake out of the refrigerator while we were watching a movie. And you sat there in front of my face and ate the cake. But I wasn't paying attention to you eating the cake and the size of the piece that was on the plate to fully grasp what you were doing. And you sat and ate every single piece of that cake while we were watching a movie, while I was distracted, and you didn't offer me a piece of cake. So that's You finished the cake. So that... And so, then I was like, a little bit later, maybe after the movie was over, I said, oh, I want some cake. And then you said, wait, what cake? And I'm like, what do you mean, what cake? The cake that was in the refrigerator. And you said, oh, I ate it all. And I'm like, what do you mean you ate it all? Because it was like a big half sheet. Like it was a really big piece of cake enough to share that I brought for both of us. And you sat in front of my face and ate the entire cake and didn't say anything about it. Can I, that can was I, the argument. Can I, can I say what something? What can you say about eating the cake? I, what I, can you say about sitting in front of my face and eating it without saying anything? I'm not, what is there to say? Here's, here's what there is to even say. Even now. Even now. Uh, 17 <sighs> years later. By the way, that's why we're here is celebrating our anniversary. Um, but I want to say to my um, defense, a part of the story that you left out, was that before eating the entire piece of cake, I asked you if you were going to have any cake. I said, "Do you are you gonna have any cake? You said no. So I proceeded to take the entire piece of cake that was on the plate, bring it into the room with a fork and began eating the cake. I didn't devour the cake quickly the cake lasted three At any point while months. you were eating the cake, did you offer to um, give me some? I would say no. All right. I would say and no. That's all I, I did not. Know. I would say no. I did not offer you any cake. But this illustrates a very interesting point, and which point? is the reason why we're talking about What's this. What's the point? That, that stories can often seem one-sided when you talk to people about arguments that they have in marriage because from your perspective especially in at that time I mean we've had many years to play this particular story out but as you can tell from the tone of voice it still has some some feeling to it but at the time you felt as though I was being callous and uh, and wasn't really thinking about you in general because I ate the entire piece of cake but for me, I felt as though I had actually put you first because I asked. Because if you had said to me, yes, I'm going to have some cake later, then I would have cut myself a piece of cake and put it back in the fridge as opposed to you saying, no, I don't want any cake and me assuming that cake was for me and then I ate it. Did you offer me any cake while you was eating the cake? No, why would okay. I do that? Who, I just, who, that's all I wanted to know. Who does that? I don't do that now. Why would you think that I wouldn't want any cake and then you just ate the whole cake? That doesn't make sense. Because the cake was delicious. <laughs> what do you mean? Which is why, why I brought it to share. I, 
But how did I know you brought it to share? How did I know you didn't bring it for me to have? Because it was a big fat piece of cake. But I was a big fat husband. The honeymoon was over before the honeymoon started because (laughs) that was the brightest. That's right. We weren't even married yet. Uh, Let's see. When was the honeymoon over again? Yeah, when was the honeymoon over? And then the other part was Mm -hmm. um, the uh, what was the defining moment? So the cake story Mm -hmm. is just a funny story. I don't think that was the end of the honeymoon period. Yeah. But I think two things that happened um, that happened kind of changed the dynamic of things in our relationship. Okay, please share. One was the, our discussion around books, which I think we also talked about in an earlier Oh, episode. no, that was the argument. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you're mm-hmm. right. Words mean things. It mm-hmm. was an argument about books. Mm-hmm. And the other one was the uh, capital expenditure discussion. Oh, yeah, you remind me of that. Yeah. Which I don't so, remember. So those were two things that definitely changed the dynamic of our relationship. So mm-hmm. the first one, I'm going to talk about books. I'm going to let you talk about capital It actually wasn't. I think I should talk about the books because it wasn't really. The books wasn't the issue. The argument was about clutter. Mm, okay. Sure. Right. And realizing that my tolerance for clutter is much lower than your tolerance for clutter. Mm-hmm. So you like to read books and you buy books. Right. And so when we were dating and before we got married, it was like, okay, he likes to buy books. It didn't occur to me that this was an issue. That That the books books actually existed somewhere. Exactly. (laughs) Like they had a home somewhere in your apartment, which I never really honestly paid attention to until we got married. And so so then we get married and then a few months into being married, it's like all these books in the bathroom. And I'm just like, why are all these books in the bathroom? And I will always, like, straighten the books up and keep them, like, whatever. And you're like, why are you messing with my books? I'm like, what do you mean why are you messing with There's too many books in here. So you didn't seem to have a problem with that. So then I got a, um, a, what you call, a basket to put the books in in the bathroom. And then you would not put the books in that basket in the bathroom. And that made me mad. And so one day... You had gone to work, and so I was like, I'm going to demonstrate what it feels like for me to have all these books in the bathroom. So I arranged the books all over the bathroom floor, right? Instead of in several piles shoved up against the wall in the bathroom, I, like, arranged them all around, like, the toilet and all across the bathroom floor so that it would be there when he came home, when Carlton came home from work. (laughs) So he comes home from work and he goes in the bathroom and he's just like, why are all these books all over the place? And that just sparked a whole like argument about like the books in the bathroom. But it's not, the, it wasn't the books in the bathroom. It was really the clutter, but it's, it was the books in the bathroom. Cause I was trying to show like, so he could feel what I was feeling, but that didn't work. That's true. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> why didn't it work? Huh? Why didn't it work? Why didn't it work? Yeah, why didn't it work? Do you remember? Do you actually remember the argument, though? No. So not so much the, you know, the impetus that caused you to like. The reason why it didn't work is because you're tired after work and you didn't want to come home to all these books in the bathroom. Like it wasn't. No, that wasn't. So that wasn't the argument. That wasn't the argument. Okay. Because the argument was at least the way I remember it. And again, this is what memory does, right? So the the argument for me was that you were playing a game. Mm-hmm. Like, you took all the books out and you spread them around the floor in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, 
didn't say anything. You were just like, I want to see what his reaction is going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get him to realize that this is a problem as opposed to just coming out and saying, hey, I, we need to figure out a better situation oh, for these well, books. Well, that's true. Because right. we didn't actually, we never actually talked about the books. No. You went and bought the basket. You yes. would move the books around and pile correct. them in certain ways and whatever. But you never actually said anything. That is correct. And so we That's went from point. you not saying anything about the books to like spreading them all around everywhere mm-hmm. and then pulling an experiment on me when I come home from work. Yes. You know, You're right. to see if I'm going to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the thing that really irritated me about that. And, you know, I would definitely recommend against anyone doing these types of uh, <laughs> trials and experiments on their spouses, male or female. Because it is not helpful. I don't think that that is the right plan. Right. I think it's better if you communicate with your spouse yeah, and you let them anything, know when right. there are issues. And not let them, you know, don't let them fester, right? You know, the, our rule has always been, at least it is now, um, and has been for several years now. You know, if you want something, you have to ask for it, right? No one in our family is a mind reader. We don't have any telepaths. Professor X is a cartoon <laughs> character, right? Even though he's in a movie, he's still just a fictional character. So if you want something, you have to ask for it. The adults know it and the children know it. You're right. So That's don't fair. expect anybody to just show up and do something for you because you're moping or because you know you want to do a thing. If you don't ask, it doesn't get done. That's true. So I would recommend that. And that so, But those that's one for us anyway. And that happened, I guess the book thing happened in our apartment. Yes. So, oh, and the capital expenditure one also happened in the apartment. That so that right. was all please in the first few months. share about your capital expenditures. What? I said, please share about the capital expenditures. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's more of a corporate sounding thing, right? So in corporate America, at least at the time, um, capital expenses were things that had to get approval. So in an organization, you had you could you had like discretionary funds. You could spend up to a certain amount. When something exceeded the amount, it was called a capital expense, and you had to run that up through management in order to get approval before you actually purchased whatever that thing was. And I say capital expenditure for us because you know we were newlyweds. We were both working at the time. Deidre was a high flying, trying to be a high flying executive, <laughs> and. Uh, I was lowly teacher, mm-hmm. and uh, the two of us were really trying lowly. to... No, I don't really mean lowly. Um, the two of us were just trying to figure it out, like trying to figure out finances. We had everything mingled together, um, and Deidre decided that she was going to go shopping one day after work, came home with uh, several hundred dollars worth of clothes, uh, which still, uh, still amazes her to this day because she really doesn't shop like that. Nope. Um, but for some reason at that time, she just, just got it in her head that she was going to go buy a bunch of clothes. And so then she comes in the house, um, and is like, yep, I got all these clothes. And she's just like, yep, look what I bought. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? You just bought, you know, we got groceries, <laughs> we got rent, we got, you know, I'm <laughs> car fairly certain and, I did not put any, uh, bills in jeopardy. No, you did not put any bills in jeopardy. But the thing was, um, it was like, not planned. You're it was correct. not planned, and it was uh, a, a large number, right? And I know that 
I would ask a lot because like Deidre mentioned before, I liked buying books. So I'd buy books just about every day if I could. That's true. Um, and so I was constantly asking like, hey, can I get this book? Can I get this book? Can I get this book? And here she goes and spends uh, a order of magnitude higher than I've ever spent with zero question. Now, I'm not somebody that's like, hey, you got to ask me for everything you buy. But I think at some point, you know, if, if we've got discretionary funds, I need to know what the limit is. <laughs> so, so that, you know, I can just go ahead. Like, I don't have to just keep asking every time I want to buy a $15 book, you know. And, and if I know I can just spend, then I should just be able to just go and do that. So we had to set that limit right. early on. And uh, I think that served us well because whenever we want something, as long as it's within a certain threshold, we just go ahead and get it. That's true. Like it's not an issue. Um, and then if it's something that's bigger, like say, hey, we're going to take a trip to Antigua, you know, I'm not just going to go drop the coin on that and then have Deidre try and figure it out in the budget. You know, we plan for it and we take care of it. That's true. And here we are. Yay. All right. So that's it for question number one. Question number two, um, do we want to do little kids or bedtime? Bedtime. Bedtime, all right. The question is, do you and your spouse go to bed at the same time? Spouse says, or wife says, I prefer that my husband and I go to bed at the same time. However, I need more sleep than he does, so he prefers to stay up later than me and come to bed when he's ready. I just really like getting ready for bed and going to sleep together. He told me that just about every married couple he knows doesn't go to bed at the same time. So, do you and your spouse go to bed at the same time? No. <laughs> it really is that simple. No, we don't. Um, I think the longer answer to that, and Deidre would probably agree if we can both remember, I'm pretty sure that in the early days of marriage, we tended to go to bed at the same time. Um, and then as we got a little longer down the line, we, things kind of shifted around. I think in the beginning, because we were both working day jobs, no, we probably we went to bed at the same time. You were working at night. Well, but no, but in the beginning I had day classes. Oh. Like my very first, my very first couple of semesters were day classes. Mm -hmm. But then afterwards, later on, we ended up with, I ended up with like that mix where I had the mids and the. And the evening classes as well. Um, and so then we kind of shifted, but that was just out of necessity. Mm -hmm. um, but then we, you know, kind of over the cycle of our relationship, though, um, bedtime has been at the same or different. Like, so no, we don't. We definitely don't go to bed at the same time. Um, I think we try and generally go to bed around the same region of time, though. Yeah, like it's no, not yeah. too terribly different. Yeah, and then there's sometimes if I I just want to go to bed early, or you want to um you want to go to bed earlier. Yeah, stay up and do something you need to focus on, right? Mm -hmm. But generally, right, it's in the same like fifteen to twenty minutes. It's not completely yeah off like hours. Yeah, I think when I was working from home, it was probably a little bit different because I was working at night a lot more. Mm -hmm. Because I yeah, was, you know, true. I had the kids during the day and stuff like that. But um, yeah, for the most, like your work schedule, yeah. though, right? Yeah, because sometimes mean, you, you know, mm -hmm. ours is close, but you usually get up earlier than I do. Yeah, so I have so, to go to bed exactly. earlier. Exactly, yeah. you should be much earlier than I am. Yeah. 
and I mean, I even with Carlton, I think once Carlton, we got him on the, got him really working on the schedule. It was like yeah. I was going to bed the same time he was. Yes. Because right. he was going to bed at six, and exactly. I was in bed by you know seven. Exactly. Um, yeah. Because then I was back up with him, or exactly. Eliana. Yeah. You know, in the middle of the night. So. Yeah. So it does um, change just based on your kids' sleep schedules and what's going on, but mm-hmm. um, you just got to work it out. Yeah, I it, you know, Deidre hates me for saying you got to communicate. Oh, uh, I don't hate you for saying that. I'm just saying, like, everything's about communication. Everything is about communication. I know, but stop saying the word. Like, use a different word. Oh, you've got to conversate. No, I'm just I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I know mm. conversate is not a real word. It's not? It's, I don't believe so. How come I it's know not? a lot of folks are really irritated by the word conversate. What's wrong with conversate? I don't know. Who said something's wrong with that? Anyway, you need to speak with your spouse. Talk with them about, you know, these types of expectations and try and come to some middle ground. Because if your spouse is like, man, I can't go to bed early. Like some people just legit cannot go to bed early. Mm -hmm. So if your spouse can't go to bed early, you're just making them get into bed and just like lay there and stare at the ceiling. Yeah. Just so you can feel comfortable. I'm not so sure if that's the best way to do it. Um, But also I think on the spouse's end too, if you're... If your if your spouse wants some together time, and this is really the thing, right? Because I think we were talking about it with this question, like, is this really the question, or yeah, is right. it exactly. deeper than that? Because right. it sounds like if your spouse wants you to come to bed and wants to have the whole bedtime routine ritual down, like you guys go and brush your teeth together, or you're in the bathroom like getting your pajamas on. Or whatever it is that, you know, you do to, like, wind down for the evening. Right. You know, maybe have some cuddle time, let your spouse drift off to sleep, and then get back up. Like, like it seems like that could you could compromise somewhere in there. And if your spouse is looking for that time together, you should definitely take the time to give that to them. Right. I can't imagine that, you know, a spouse who's, you know, loving would, you know, pass on some type of compromise to make things a, a, make things a little nicer for their spouse right so that is true you know but hopefully it what there wasn't anything underneath the question it really was just the do we go to bed at the same time mm-hmm. and the answer is no <laughs> all right on to question number I thought it was only two three. huh i thought it was only two questions oh i thought we were going to do the question about the two-year-old two oh. two under two okay no Okay. We can save that one for another episode. I think we should save it for another episode. Save it for another episode. Okay. So that's what we'll do. We'll cut it off after these two um, questions. And just so you know, you can send us your questions. You can email us at feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. Again, that's feedback, feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. We love getting questions. We love being able to answer questions either on the podcast or, you know, if necessary, I can respond back to you over email. We would love to be able to help you and uh, and your spouse. Spouses, I should that's say. That's right. Um, that's going to be it for this episode. Um, we may record another one before we head back, probably sounding really sad because the vacation's almost <laughs> over. Um, we still got a few more days to go. Yes. Um, I love ocean water swimming. It is the best thing ever. I love the ocean. Deidre loves listening to the ocean it's waves. so wonderful. And uh, this place has just been awesome. If yes. I ever can uh, get them to endorse us, uh, I will tell you all about it. 
Absolutely. Um, and, yeah. And that's going to be it. Check us out on Facebook. You can like us, Life in the Clouds podcast on Facebook. You can find us on every podcast player of choice. Uh, as far as I know, we're everywhere. I see you guys downloading and sharing uh, the episode. So please like, subscribe, and share. And thank you very much. This has been Carlton and Deidre. Bye. Have a good night. Have a good one.